good brands, brilliant brands have years and years of just edits and changes and adjustments and pivots to make it what you see today. Welcome to the Dream Smarter Podcast, a no BS conversation about entrepreneurship and becoming successful in smart and efficient ways. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dream Smarter Podcast. My name is Alex Kraling. I am the host and the founder of High Moon Studio, which is a branding agency for female founders who want to make bank. We also do education. So I'm really excited. We're about to redo our website. We're going to basically be doing it for designers or creative entrepreneurs. And then for entrepreneurs, we're going to have basically two different websites. It's going to be really insane. But anyway, I just had to share. I don't even know why that came to mind and why I'm sharing that, but this is me. You guys know I go on tangents. I'm not perfect, nor am I trying to be. Ha ha ha. Okay, so today we're going to get down and dirty with some fucking branding, and we're going to talk branding 101. So I know I have tons of branding episodes and stuff already, but I'm just going to spew a bunch of knowledge that I have in my brain. It's probably going to be a bit disorganized, but hopefully it's all going to be super valuable to you all about branding and how I view branding and what, um, like basically like my must haves when it comes to building a brand. All right. Are we cool? Let's go. Okay. So I look at building a brand like I look at building a house. You have your foundation, your brand foundation, like the concrete or whatever. I've never built a house before, so I'm just riffing here. The con- Well, actually, just kidding. Fun fact. My parents built their house and I was in third grade and I helped. I would like pound some nails into the wall. So this is all I know about building a house was just watching my parents do this. But anyway, I hated being there because it was in the country in this like pine forest. This is just a little bit about me. (laughs) I told you this was going to be all over the place. It was in a pine forest and I hated going because there were so many bugs. I would just dread going because of all the bugs. Okay. Now back to branding. Um, So I imagine it being the foundation of a house, like the concrete that's underneath, like you can't even see it, right? Stuff you can't fucking see. That's your strategy. It's like, okay, we have the blueprint. I mean, it's really the blueprint to the house, okay? Your strategy is the blueprint. It's the foundation, all of that shit. And then everything that you build on top of that, it's like you're building, you have to build one thing before you build the next, right? You have to do that before, you have to do the studs and all that shit before you put on the sheetrock. And then you put on the paint and all the fun stuff afterwards. So it's really about like nailing your strategy, like really picture your brand as a house. You don't build a house in a fucking day. And why do people think that you can build a brand in a day? I don't really know, but it, it is a constant. And honestly too, as like your house, you are constantly making updates to your house, right? Your window fucking breaks. You need to replace the window. Same goes for your brand. If something isn't looking cute and it's old, you need to replace it. You need to continue to build upon your brand. Good brands, brilliant brands have years and years and years and years of just edits and changes and adjustments and pivots to make it what you see today. That was not built in a day. That was built over years and years and years and years and years. So know that going into branding. This is branding 101. Know that. 
So speaking on the same topic, we all know your logo is not your brand. So why do people think they need to fit everything into their logo? I don't really know because those logos are, are not cute. If you've seen any of our work, our logos are very typographic and there's a reason for that. It's because they are a part of the brand. They are not the brand. When you have some crazy ass logo and then you use some crazy ass patterns in your brand, it starts to look tacky. Nobody likes a messy house. When you walk into somebody's house and it is like messy, there's shit everywhere. It's like, the walls are like wallpapered and then they have these crazy light fixtures and they have these crazy pieces of furniture. You're like, whoa, this is like sensory overload way too much. I don't even know like where to look or what to do. That's how people feel when you have a crazy ass logo with some crazy illustrations and then you have this wild ass website. You need to keep it clean and keep it cute. You know what I'm saying? Like you can have personality, right? You don't just want some clean and boring site either. So on the opposite end, there's the too minimalist in my eyes. There, there is such a thing as too minimalist because there's no personality in it. When you don't have personality in your brand, people don't know like who you are or what you do. And I know brilliant, brilliant designers and I have you know, hundreds of students now. I think we're at like, I mean, if I were to count up both all my, I would have about 500 students that I have taught around there. I have seen time and time again, the, the really, really messy, right? Like that really needs, that, that, that needs some work. Um, and they know that, right? They know that. But I also have on the other end, I have people who are extremely talented, wonderful designers, super clean. They, they know design. They know design so they know design better than I do. Okay. But their shit has no personality. And I'm like, this is why you're not selling because people don't know you. Who are you? What is your point of view? And when it comes down to branding, it's all about like building a strong brand. It's all about what is your point of view as a business? Everybody has something that's special. You right now, you, you who are listening to this, I don't know your name. But you, I am fucking looking at you right now. You are special. You are unique. You have something I don't. You have something your friends don't. You have something your competition doesn't. You have something so fucking special about you. So special. And your job is to figure it out. What is that thing? And how can I use that? to get people to buy shit from me <laughs> or more so of like, how can I use that to help other people? Yeah. I'm, I'm re I'm rewording it. How can I use what is so special and so unique to me to help other people? That's where the magic is. That's where it is. And you need to make sure your point of view is unique to you so that nobody else can grab it and say, no, this is mine because it's not theirs. And if somebody else can grab your point of view, so I'm saying like, if you're writing it down, writing it down, what makes you special? What separates you from everybody else? If somebody else can take that and use it for themselves, then it's not yours. It's no longer yours. It's, it's others. So get very, 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 very clear on that. Okay. And then... It's all about the consumer. So, right, you have your point of view and all of that, but how are you going to use it to help people? It's all about the people. Other people, all they care about is themselves. And I say this in the most, you know, kind, loving way possible. Like, I just care about myself. You just care about yourself, right? I mean, of course we care about other people, but you know what I'm saying? Like in all reality, when you're selling something, something to people, they don't give a shit about you. They just care about like, how are you going to help them? 
How can you help them? Unlike other people can help them. That's it. So that's how you need to build your brand. And it's all about a feeling. Everything is about a feeling. I always picture my brand as if it's a storefront and I want people to walk in and want to hang out. I want them to be like, oh my God, I love the way it smells in here. Oh my God, the music. Oh my God, I can't stop looking around. This is amazing. Like I want them to feel so good. I want them to feel so damn good that they can't help themselves but stick around. And that's how you should feel, or that's how your target audience should feel when they come to your website. That's how they should feel when they come to your Instagram account. I reposted this the other day, and it was a, I think, Armana agency, Kaylee Reed. She's awesome. She is, she does influencer campaigns. Um, we did their branding at Hermana Agency. So go follow them. But she posted something and it was like, the best brands are the ones that make you feel like you want to be best friends with the person who's running the account. (laughs) And that's so true. And that's how I always want to run like this podcast. That's how I want to run my account. Like I want you guys to be like, wow, I like her. And I know not everybody's going to like me. And I'm finally okay with that after many years of therapy. (laughs) Um, But really it's like, figure out who your target audience is, What are their problems? How can you fix them from your own unique and very, very, very special and beautiful point of view? And how do those people like to feel? And then you need to emulate that in your brand. It's all about a feeling. So if you're listening to this right now, I really hope that you're feeling good. I hope that I'm making you smile. I hope that I'm making you laugh. I hope that I'm making you think big and dream big. I hope that this podcast inspires you. I hope that it takes you somewhere in your brain that you don't normally go. And I hope that it just makes you feel, again, so good. I hope it makes you feel something that you love feeling. Because if you're listening, that's why you're hanging around, okay? So that feeling, the feeling that you feel right now, I hope, (laughs) is the feeling you want your audience to feel in every single thing that you do, okay? So it's all about the feeling, all about the feeling. Okay. So there we got into like the emotion behind branding and like how I view branding. Now I'm going to get into some, some takeaways, like some very concrete things, like my must haves when it comes to branding. So these are, if you're somebody who is DIYing your brand, which, you know, you got to do what you got to do in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I obviously suggest working with a professional, but If you're somebody who's DIYing your shit, um, these are all the things that you need. Uh, We also have a DIY your own brand course, and I'm going to create, I have lots of plans for the future on how to build that out and just do more with that. But anyway, um, I'm going to just share with you my must-haves. And these are things too that you should look for in a designer when you're looking to hire a designer, because I think all of these things are very important. And I think when it comes to hiring a designer, you're probably some, if you're not somebody who is a branding expert, you probably don't really know what to look for. And I get that from a lot of people of like, what do I look for when I'm looking for a designer, when I'm hiring a designer? And these are all the things that I think that you should get from a designer when hiring. So number one is strategy. All the things that I just spoke about before we got into this, about the feeling, building the house, how your logo is not your brand, making it all about your consumer, coming from your own point of view, that's all about your strategy. So you really need to get really deep in strategy. So whoever you're working with, make sure they do strategy. I haven't always done strategy though with my branding. So there, there is a difference between a brand designer and a brand strategist. We now include it in our packages, brand strategy, but we didn't always do that because 
my, you know, now I have a team and I can, but before I didn't and my, and my focus was definitely on the brand design. So if your designer does not do strategy, then work with a brand strategist before you do the design stuff. The design stuff is super fun. That's the funnest part of, you know, building your brand. In my opinion, I'm like doing the branding, getting the logo, like that's like the most fun, but guess what? You can't get to the fun part unless you do the hard part, which is the strategy. And it's not super fun to do the strategy, but it is so goddamn important. So do it before you get to the fun part. I promise it's going to be worth it because if you don't, you're going to do the fun part and you're going to struggle. You're going to be on a struggle, but you're going to be, I don't even know what I want. If you do it correctly, when you go through strategy and then you get to the design, it should be very, very clear like what the design needs to be because it's based on your target market and you and your point of view and all of those things. So it will be so clear. You won't have any FOMO about other styles or anything. You're going to be like, this is fucking it. And I know it for a fact because we went through the strategy and we nailed this shit down like a math equation. That's what it's going to feel like. So if your designer doesn't do strategy, make sure that you find a brand strategist to work with prior to doing the design. Heavy target market influence. Like you need to just know who your target market is, period, the end. And then you really need to figure out what is the vibe? What is the feeling? What are those keywords that I want, you know, people to feel based off of like how my target market likes to feel and what I can offer as a beautiful, unique human. Then once you're done with strategy, you want to get into creative direction. And I love doing creative direction because you're not getting into the actual branding yet. You're just saying, here is the direction we are going to move in creatively to execute the feeling that we know our target market likes to feel that is based on our point of view. Ha ha, it all comes together. <laughs> so basically you want to do like your Pinterest boards and all that shit. You want to find your patterns. You want to connect the dots with your target market and your point of view and the way people like to feel and all of those things. And the creative direction is really about coming out with execution ideas to emulate that feeling, that beautiful feeling that you want those people to feel. Okay. So that's what it's all about is coming up with the execution ideas. So let's say you are doing something for like a very modern female. She's affluent. She's really busy. In reality, she's so damn busy and overwhelmed all the time. What she really likes to feel is clarity. Like clarity is, is a feeling she absolutely loves because she's so busy and overwhelmed. She just wants to see it as it is. So with that, you would want to do a more minimalist brand. Okay. So maybe with a minimalist brand, maybe you want to use strokes and lines, strokes and lines as an execution idea to emulate that feeling of cleanliness and order and organization. It's mostly about the organization part. It's, it's making it super, super clear to them, you know, to, to the target audience. So that's, that's just an, that's an execution idea. That's, that's just an example of one that you could do. I like to come up with at least three execution ideas per project. Execution ideas are things that change with trends and as your target market, and your target, your just just your target audience, like your ideal dream client, whoever that is, and the way they like to feel, that's going to change as they grow in their life. And so your execution ideas need to change as well. But that's great because your brand is always evolving. You're always building your goddamn house. You're always fixing your goddamn windows. You're you're fixing the roof. You know things are always breaking. You're fixing them. Execution ideas are a way to do that. Okay, so we go through. So we've done strategy. Now we've done creative direction. Then we get into the actual branding. Okay. And the branding, remember your logo is not your brand. 
So you need to put everything together. Like I, I am such a macro person. I'm a visionary. So that's why I have people on my team who are the, the organizers. <laughs> They're the ones who are like, okay, Alex's thoughts are like all the fuck over the place. Let's organize this shit. So realistically, I like to take a step back and I like to pretend like I have an outer body experience and I'm looking at the branding as a whole. Like it's as, you know, as if it's a house, like let's say you're, you're like a ghost floating up, up above the house. Okay, so you have your logo, you have your color palette, you have your type suite, you have your photo and video direction. That's something that's new that I include in all of our packages because that to me is such a big part of branding. I mean, especially for product lines, you go to a product-based business site, if they don't have good photography, they're losing. Their shit is, it's just not, not, not up to par, period. So you have your logos, your color palettes, your type suite, your photo and video direction. And then I also take it a step further and say your social direction, which also includes like, what is your brand voice, your copywriting, all of that stuff. So all of this is combined to build your brand. So you don't want to look at like, okay, let's do the logos first. Okay. Then let's do the color palette. Then let's do the type suite. It's like, no, you build this shit together all at once. And you look at it as a whole house and you say, how does the wall color and the flooring and the tile work together? When you see people decorating a house, right? Like an interior designer, they literally will put the, a, a piece of the floor plank next to the tile that's going to be in the kitchen, next to the countertop, next to the wall color. So they can see it all together because if they decided like, okay, we're just going to choose them all separately, then they're not going to work together. They're not going to work. Okay. And I'm getting really passionate right now because I see this happen so many times. So make sure you choose somebody who can really be a macro visionary, how, and honestly too, it's all about finding a designer who thinks ahead. Because for me, for my client, I can literally picture my client's shit in five years. Like they can't picture that because they don't have the mind that I do, which is, which is why I, I'm doing what I'm doing, right? They're hiring me for a reason. When I look at their branding, I'm not only thinking about tomorrow. I'm thinking about how is this going to evolve for them as people, as businesses, as humans, with everything that's happening in the world and with their target market and all of this stuff and everything they want to do in the future. Like I will always ask my clients, like, especially when I'm building their websites, I'm like, Okay. So these are the courses you have now. What courses are you planning on coming out with in the next five years? Or just not, maybe not five years, but like, what are you coming out with in the future? And they know, they tell me and I'm like, okay, great. Oh, you're coming out with a podcast. Okay. Awesome. So I'm going to build you a podcast section on your website. We're going to hide it until you're ready to show it. That future planning, that visionary mindset is really like for yourself or for your clients. If you're a designer, like you need to think that way, think beyond the carrot in front of you. Like there are many, many, many steps beyond what is directly in front of you. And if you can take a step back and really look at it as a whole, you are going to be building a strong ass brand. Let me tell you. Okay, friends. Well, that is all I have today. I hope that this helped you and gave you some tips on branding. And I'm sure you guys are looking at your own brands like, oh shit, I have some work to do. And that's my job. My job is to help you and my help is not always going to be easy. It's never going to be an easy fix, but it is going to be a fix that is worth it and it's going to make you way more money, okay? I want to help you make money. I want to help you and it's money to me is energy. Tina, my friend Tina taught me that. I was like, "Oh my god." Cuz I've always said like I don't look at money like money, like I just I like I don't care about money. But really, 
I care a lot about it, but it's to me, it's not money, it's energy. It's all energy. And so I want you guys to be filled with energy so that you can live the life that you deserve because we all deserve to live beautiful, our, I mean, our dream lives, whatever it may be. And if your dream life is different than mine, okay? We all have different dream lives and they are all 100% valid and beautiful and, and worthy. And we all deserve, we all deserve it. So again, I'm always going to give you tips and sometimes you're probably going to feel overwhelmed of like, oh my God, I have so much work to do, but that, that is a blessing. Is it not? All right, friends. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. If you are enjoying the podcast, we would super appreciate a review on Apple podcasts. And if you do do that, please take a screenshot and email it over to Becca, B-E-C-C-A at highmoon-studio.com. And we will send you a gift in the mail for our appreciation. Have a wonderful day or night or afternoon, whatever it may be for you. And we will talk again next week. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dream Smarter Podcast. My name is Alex Kraling, and I challenge you to grow your business the smart way, not the hard way. Follow along at Dream Smarter Podcast on Instagram. 